This and every B3 podcast brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Stop knocking on wood, one agent for all your insurance needs, and that is Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. The B3 podcast is a production of Impulse Radio. What? Creamy. That's what she said. And that will hit the music. Well, we are one week out from the beginning of the Six Strings and Truth Tour. That's right. I think it was a rousing success. I've never seen anybody change so quickly. He went from happy-go-lucky local sports writer (laughs) to wearing sunglasses indoors. That's true. I, I am wearing sunglasses indoor, but that had to do with the sun that I was driving. Those are not tr- no, transition lenses. No, these right. are not transitioning. These you're are right. Not, these are not. This is more of a star factor thing. I it's didn't a little even bit think star. of that. It's a little superstar. And <laughs> we're at Redbone's <laughs> Bar and Grill where we always record, and it was dark when you walked in here. How did I you find noticed. your way? Yeah, it is kind of. <laughs> when you put sunglasses on. Well, why don't we just get to the, you know, get to the the elephant in the room first? We're having pizza tonight. Pizza only on Sunday nights. Pizza only on Sunday night. We're having pizza. Now, the good news is I like their pizza. Yeah. Good. Well, so, before we get to the show, I want to say you're, if you're listening to this, it is Monday morning. It's not Thursday. You, you aren't in the twilight zone. We've, we've Because of spring sports and, and everybody's so busy doing all that, and, of course, Deco being on the air for the general and doing baseball and softball and, and Todd covering all the sports for the Washington Times-Herald, and me just being a dad – um, it's been difficult to find time to, to do this podcast, so we were doing it maybe here for the next few weeks. We might do it on Sunday evenings, so we probably can, not, we can get not, it in. Let's just say right now, next weekend's Mother's Day. Oh, uh, that's right. I probably got stuff going on, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit and miss until we, you know. Right. We do have to find time because that the next big show, I'll probably do two or three we're shows like this week. I want to do, we got our golf show coming up. I want to do a, a Kentucky Derby special. Um, this week, but the next big show we do will be the 100th episode of the B3 podcast. So wow. I didn't think about it being Mother's Day, so we'll have to find a time. We're like NASCAR. Well, you, know, we'll, you don't do it on Mother's Day. No. No, That's we'll true. see. We, hey, w- with this podcast, you know, look at the weather. And yeah. if the weather is great, <laughs> we probably can't record that week because we've got dad duty, announcing duty, sports writing duty. That's right. But if it's raining... We got all the time we need. I had to pull DeCourcy's butt out of the fire at the Lagoda game. He did because he was he was killing me. He was killing any life that was in that's normally in DeCourcy just seemed to be gone that day. Why? You just seemed. Well, I'm going to tell you why, and and here we go. So this is you know you've got six strings in the truth. I've got a microphone in the truth. Yes, and I our, our Vikings that day were not. Playing very well. No, they weren't at it the was, time. It was not clean baseball. And the number one ranked Viking. And I I just I didn't like the direction that we were headed because I thought that we had a couple of freshmen that day who had done all they could possibly do, a couple of freshmen who are going to be studs, 
and I felt like they had been, uh, I'm not going to say let down. Nobody, nobody's trying. We hadn't played clean. And right. it, yeah. Right. And when we don't play clean in anything, I tell people, I'm not, I, I'm, there's no neutrality. Mike on the hates losing to Lagoda. Yeah, I hate losing to Lagoda. I hate losing to North Dave. I hate losing to anybody. I hate losing more than I like winning. But we picked you up. But we picked you up. And then that picked the team up. And that picked the team up. They felt our aura. They felt our energy. They felt the energy. The, Mine was the blue. Energy his from his the was kind of green. It was green. Yeah. The energy from the earth, from that tree that Todd was talking about on the broadcast. You know, I'm just telling you. Yeah. But no. Uh, yeah. Big big blast. Big comeback. And um, it's a good game. 5-4 bike. I was listening sudden. to that game on the radio. I told Mike the next day at the tennis match. Uh, it did not surprise me one bit that that ball left the yard off off Seth's bat. I heard it on the radio, was driving around the roundabout going into Washington, and I looked at my daughter, and I'm like, he hit that hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hate to be the old guy in the room, but not really. Well, it, you, it's, you don't have a choice. Mickey Mantle, they always said Mickey Mantle's, when he would, when he would hit a ball, it sounded yeah. different. Yeah. And Ted Williams... In, was it the 99 All-Star game at Fenway? Yes. When What a magic moment that was. That was a just moment. Just for the record. That was a moment. Home Run Derby that year was awesome. But they cool. said talking to Tony Gwynn, and, and the, the mic picked up at some point where he said, do you smell it when the ball hits the bat, the burning smell? And uh, I guess apparently Tony Gwynn did. He understood it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't something that I ever smelled. <laughs> Brian Emmons did when he <laughs> when his prom Easton. That's right. But you never your hot. went but to work. It's a different. It's a different. Um, you know, like I said, good baseball is good baseball. Bad baseball is terrible. Ugh. I sat through some girls softball games. Uh, in seven, eight year old that was just I, I. I would have rather been any place else on the planet yeah. than watching that, and not. Not that you can't see good girl seventh and eight year old softball, but there were some days when no I'd like I'd, li- I'd like to see what that Ooh, is. No one could you catch it. We, no one could catch it. <laughs> and I'm I'm just saying here now. I've seen we are seeing a, a larger discrepancy between bad teams and really good teams. The run rule the run rule is almost the uh, is not the exception. It is yeah, the rule it's nowadays. the rule. Yeah, yeah. And, and games get run rules left and right because I guess I guess I'm sure the the travel ball folks would love to think it's travel ball that's creating these super teams. I, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, I don't think so. But you've got and I'm not when I say kids who aren't committed, it's not like I'm sitting here uh you know what I mean, judging how much they love or don't love or don't right, care right. or or do care, but I think the level of commitment is less um only because, and Mike will agree with me, even though he's a, a virtual babe. You know what I mean? A, a babe in the woods. Yes. As young as he is. When? What is the next birthday for you? Give it up. How old am I going to be? Yeah. I was 44. God. Like a, a mere puppy. Like Madonna said, like a virgin. <laughs> like. Nevertheless. <laughs> nevertheless. Um, I lived to listen to a game on the radio when I went to sleep, you know, in the early 70s, a oh, Red Sox game. Yeah. And I mean, and I'm, now Mike was, was probably a product of WGN. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know I definitely I mean? was. And, and was yeah. watching Cubs games. Channel 9, baby. Um, Let's go. Yeah. So you had, but you had that available to you. Yeah. But I mean, for us, my God, watching the game of the week, 
um, with uh, This Week in Baseball before, it, oh, before yeah. that. When we would see a West Coast game from Dodger Stadium, from Wrigley Field, it was like you were you 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 got a a peep inside the kingdom because as an American League fan, you know of course I was a Red yeah. Sox fan in Fenway and Yankee and some of those places, but um, that it, it was you know what I mean like I said that's why this week in baseball was so cool you saw people that you never could see that I only saw them on, yeah. on, on on cards you know yeah. what I mean I love the this Rick Mundys uh, because it was a uh, anniversary of the uh, the, flag oh, the, the flag burning yeah. But I mean, guys like him or, or uh, Manny Trio. I don't know why you know anybody would be excited about seeing Manny Trio or Rick Russell or people <laughs> like that. Yeah. But I mean, when they, you know, it was like Dodgers or Cubs. The, me, it was the Oakland A's and seeing oh their white, God. their white shoes, and I thought that was so cool. And and that's why the All Star Game was so cool too. You got to see these people that you never that got you to never see play. got to see. I mean. Is Willie Stargell better than Carl Yastrzemski? Well, you would never know because they right. would never play against each other. And but. now I can't see my favorite team because no. I'm in the Cubs' local market with a – okay, I'm not going to do yeah, that. No, you'll, you'll, yeah, your blood I, pressure I will go back to, up. Um, you don't want it. Yeah. but And that's sort of the way – and I'm going to use the H word, hockey. Just briefly. God, it's hockey, minute. But um, – Hulu was great. I don't know if it was, we got ESPN Plus or something along those lines when I subscribed to something. Maybe it came with an Apple phone. Yeah. But um, I got to see almost every Bruins game, or at least uh, was available to me this year. I do not get to see Red Sox games. Yeah. So be it. Well, and that's the thing with the with what my big complaint with the baseball. Like you could, since you're out of their market, you could buy the app. You could you could watch them. But if you're in their market, you're blacked out, and then we'll go down that whole road. But they just make it so silly, stupid. Let me just say this. Baseball does not care about 10-year-old Todd Lancaster listening to an away game where Gaylord Perry is pitching against Louis Tiant. They don't care about him. I think they don't. Do you think they did, though, a little bit back then? I just... I, they I, don't I, now. I, I, they don't I, give yeah, one shit now. I, I, I don't know. It's just every, everything seems so antiquated with the... I mean, the, the, the blackout rules. I mean, it, you're probably you're, right. Every other you're sport, right. you can watch everybody at any time. Yeah. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't know if antiquated. It's boring, and people are still going to the stadiums. Not Why in make it? Well, yeah. not in Oakland. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, it, the baseball part of me is maybe the only pure. Uh, living part of my soul. <laughs> we just had a spoon drop. Not a mic but, drop. A spoon drop. But I mean, seriously, that's the only part of my soul that's still alive, that hasn't just been charred and blackened. What about and, your musical side? That well, seems that's to be alive. Old, there's some dead, there's a lot of dead. There's dead parts there's there. There's a lot of dead there as well. No, but I mean, my whole my whole thing is, is, is the way I perceive baseball it's nothing like the way my kids do or nothing. I mean, you, you just don't. It was really important whether Bill Lee took the win or the loss. Right, whether sure. Rick Wise, you know, is pitching and, you know, the tomorrow night. And that's because you haven't discovered girls, you know, at that, that, that kind of golden age. Yeah. You still believe that you're going to end up playing professional baseball. Um, I, know, and by the way, I did have the white cleats. Yeah. Just for the record. Uh, my, I mean, uh, my love of baseball was still there up until 
you know, 2016 was the greatest, you know, sports fan year of my life. Um, and then came game six when our manager of the Chicago Trubs tried to suck the life out of every single human being. And then it, I, I don't feel like, despite the fact that they rallied and ended up winning the World Series, and then couldn't back it up, and then just I think they benefited went downhill. from the rain delay, didn't they? Yeah, yeah Jason Hayward had a, had a speech. Yeah, he couldn't hit it, and he, he he can catch it. He couldn't hit it, but he evidently gave one hell of a speech. Yeah, he can talk. And I still think, and that will come out someday. I still think he that speech is theme was we are going to win this despite of the dipshit that is calling the shots here in mm. this dugout and i think that's what i don't know I, I like i said i mean i guess more than anything else i'm I still just get saddened by the fact that people, yeah, I, I get this thing on my um my phone my um on the uh internet the, yeah you, you know what your I'm internet about? machine my internet machine <laughs> But it's, I guess it's in Facebook, and it's called, like, Baseball Pictures or something like that. Yeah. And to the, the one today was a Joe DiMaggio hitting, taking batting practice oh, at yeah, 55 like years old. old. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've no you, you know what I mean? Saw that. And, and it just, it just kind of makes you smile. It just takes you back to a place where uh, you know we're never going back to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm and even minor league baseball has, is really uh, smaller, slightly smaller production major league baseball with – when you're at those games with the music, with the yeah. uh, there's that one league out there that I saw that if the fan the catches, fans caught it, yeah, the fan catches the foul ball, the batter's out. Yeah, my my son who who absolutely <laughs> does not like baseball at all, uh, you know, for the reasons we're discussing. But I told him about that, and he's like, where is it? Can we go? <laughs> that like Savannah Bananas? It was something yeah, like so, that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming it's an independent league, yeah. but it uh, seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, listen, I mean, it's a good time down at the, the Bombers games. They do a nice job with the retro uniforms, yeah. with the, uh, the beer gardens and the whole. We were out in Batesville. They had a... Uh, a, one of those old timey leagues where there was no gloves and and like the real. They had one of those at French cool. Lick yeah. on the on the um, on the uh, lawn of the uh, dome. Oh yeah, they had yeah. they had a game there that oh, was cool. played under eighteen eighty rules or something. Along those well, you lines. know who came up with that rule? The fan catches it and he's out. It's the same person that developed Netflix. And <laughs> was it Matreed? Uh, no, Travis Brett. Um, oh, after his Pacers that's career, who it was. yeah, all the all the great things that he's done, and <laughs> and what else he does, he'll insure your auto, home life, business, annuities, farm. He'll do it all for you. I mean, he he can do everything. Uh, he's at three hundred four JFK Avenue. Give Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance a call two nine five three one two nine one agent for all your insurance needs. He's my agent, and. Mike DeCourcy does not have to knock on wood. I don't have to knock on that. wood. I, I, I call when Travis. When was the last time you knocked on wood? And I, I don't. Yeah, I just to. I just don't. I, yeah. I call There's Travis. No and reason. Not even a second thought. He, for he, him. he is like my Saul Goodman. He is my fixer. There you go. I call him and I say, Travis, here's the deal. Here's and the he'll problem. say, you know, do this, do that. I know a guy who knows a guy. Do this, do that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got all the answers. Well, he's backed by experience, expertise, and passion. So give him a call. Travis Brett, Indiana. Farm Bureau well, Insurance. That's enough guys yelling at clouds. No, I don't oh, think man. we're yelling at clouds. I think that's legit. Back to Six Strings and a Truth Tour, World Tour, started right here in Washington, Indiana. How do you feel it went? Um, I wasn't pleased at all with, with the way it Shocking. went during. No, I mean, I just didn't. I mean, there's listen. And you're so happy-go-lucky in life. 58 years old, 
you suddenly decide, you know what, I'm going to sing for people. Yeah. It's a weird place to be in your life. Um, even even if it is just you know the the smallest of uh, venues, whatever yeah. it doesn't matter. I mean, anytime trucks. people put their their when you put yourself out there, you know. I thought it was good. We I we I brought. Well, uh, I was a little tired by the time you guys because you we got there on set two, right? No, and a set. No, it was set two was over. I just threw a few together because I saw you guys. Oh, okay. Thank you. We had prom. Uh, and all that stuff with our kids, and then we got there, and and I thought you were just starting, so I'm like, okay, here comes Rocket Man no, song too. I did, but I did but that you did that you later, asked, so. yeah. So, so, but but honestly, I mean, I look at that's another part of men, old men yelling at clouds. Um, get off my lawn! Is that whole people playing live music? Is uh, there are younger people that do country? You know what I mean? I, I would yeah. say that genre is not. I watched the Country Music Awards last week. That that, that whole holy that cow, whole, look, at this. look at that pizza. Look at this pizza. Brunson, did you you you're you you're the only one that did this, right? You you cooked it, served it. Brunson is solo wow. back here. She is the queen. She's running the whole show. This is a this is quite a pie here. You know, leave some for the rest of us, Todd. Is he, did he just fold that whole thing up? No, I was trying to get it from there, and I couldn't do it half backwards ass. Um, what do you guys think of the transfer portal in college sports? <laughs> well, I, Speaking of old men yelling at clouds. Yeah, I, I, uh, not to get ahead of the game, and I haven't looked, but I have heard. Todd, and, you want and, the salt? Yep. And you talked about it before. So, Todd, you'll, you'll like this, but the, there's a rumor out there that it is not going to be a very good night to be an Indiana University basketball fan. Why? Really? I, I, I've heard that there is going to be you know, some – Your rumors some, with the Hoosiers are, are – yeah, What, what have I been wrong on? Uh, let me see the coach. That was just me being a fan. That okay. was over a year ago. That was not an, as an official – you're saying yeah. that wasn't an yeah. official so, capacity. So, if there is a significant player entry into the portal tonight, remember that I said that. Who who would be other than Trace Jackson? I think that's pretty much the list. But I mean, he he, uh, he may go to. I thought he may be drafted in or who, who getting the draft. I'm just telling you what I've heard. Okay, why? Well, well, you, you, I've never seen somebody assassinate the messenger quite like you. Okay. <laughs> I looked today. There was over what 1,600 yes. people in the portal. Yeah. Last last look. 1,630. I, I don't know what the right answer on this is. I've always said it was bullshit if I say, you know, if I'm taking my talents to Indiana University and well, then the coach leaves and I'm stuck, that was bullshit, right? The, the, but, the one thing that I, I do think is funny with all of this is is following some of the, you know, the portal portal NIL stuff. And, of course, we had our Kurt Hope interview uh, a couple of weeks ago where, yep. where he mentioned the next dime that he makes in the portal might be his first. Um but the uh, situation at the University of Miami, where they brought in the transfer from Kansas State, who was originally from Indianapolis, for $800,000 in a car, and the guy who was already there said, I want to renegotiate my, my contract. My deal, yeah. And the billionaire who is the, you know, the, 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 the mm -hmm. pusher behind the NIL says, I don't renegotiate contracts. And that kid put out an apology the next morning that would make... So I think what you're going to start seeing is you know whatever's left of the you know the sanctity and the purity right. uh the, it's gone i mean it's it, you're you're going to see 
you know, college kids are not going to get the benefit of the doubt on on bad play, and that, that, that's over. Well, um, I think we're, we're, we're going to be, if we're not already fully there, we're in a bad situation where if I don't like my playing time, eh, I'll go somewhere else. If he just recruited a hot quarterback behind me, eh, I'll go somewhere, I'll go somewhere else. else. And I don't know. I just – There is no right answer. Only wrong answers that you can um, that you can back into. You, you, I mean, somebody, some. Uh, let's just say Purdue. Easy enough. Um, Thank you. The uh, John Morant clone, um, Jaden. Jaden. Yeah. Jaden Ivy. He needs another year of basketball. Mm-hmm. He needs another year of college basketball. It's it's a little bit like what happens when you take. Uh, high school freshmen, and they have to play right away because of, you know, a really untalented team. Right. And they can play against juniors and seniors. He needs another year of being just a little better than the rest of his competition. Not being, um, you know, the wildest guy on the floor in the NBA because that doesn't last long. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like I say, I don't know how many answers. We're just three guys sitting here talking. I, I just think we're in a really we're in a weird spot. And like you said, I want I want eight hundred thousand dollars in a car. How long till there's other people influencing these games? We haven't had a scandal in a while. No. And yeah. We're inviting it. We're we're practically begging for it at this point. I mean I don't know, but I know this that the the three greatest programs in college sports are gonna be Oregon, UNLV and Miami. Because Nike will throw yeah, you know the world at you, and probably who wouldn't want to be in Vegas? Who wouldn't want to be in Vegas and getting paid? And then Miami too is the same way. I mean, yeah, I don't disagree. I think we've got a lot of problems. I don't know a lot of stuff, but it's interesting if you want to kind of follow that stuff on a inside verbal commits. Uh, search that on Twitter or go to verbalcommits.com, and they do a good job of of keeping it all updated. It's kind of fun to. Now, kind of fun to watch. There's something called the Equal Protection Act or the Equal Protection Clause. I, I may have went on a rant about that two weeks ago. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, what it, what it comes down to is if an 18-year-old college can, can do it, why can't an 18-year-old high school kid mm-hmm. get paid? That's coming. Probably. You know. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you, you want to be the, you want to be on the receiving end of that court case. Well, and, and when Dylan DeCourcy takes her mother to court, <laughs> she's probably already got cause right now to Kavanaugh court. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings up my next topic. Very good segue, Todd. I don't know if you did that on purpose or not, but I am trying to figure out how you transfer schools and still play sports in, in high school at IHSA. And I, I looked up the rules and I printed out the transfer report, and I printed out for the IHSAA the the eligibility. And to say that it can be a touch vague and up for interpretation is a little it, – it's it's interesting. Let's put it that way. And I know, Mike, you followed it, and Todd, you followed the story very closely with Kurt Hope a couple of years ago when he transferred from Forest Park to Bar Reef. But let me ask you this. 
if you and, and and I'm ignorant on the subject, I'm trying to get educated. But if if my mom and dad move from Evansville to Terre Haute. No problem, right? But I mean, are they move, going there for sports reasons? Okay, that's the thing. Like, if they physically move houses, do we still have a potential issue? Yes. Uh, not, not that I agree with it, but right. yes. Right, okay. I mean, that's, that's just it. Found that out the hard way. So, how... How did... I, I, I'm, I'm, as I've dig, dug into this further, I'm becoming more and more baffled on how we re- get to these answers. Well... What happened several years ago, and this is, we'll run the end around here, is the Indiana Department of Education basically created open enrollment. Right. And, you know, with all this talk about private schools and school choice and this and that, I mean, essentially that's what the state of Indiana came in and, and said when they started the voucher program is, hey, it's, it's pretty much a free-for-all. Right. Here's the issue. I know this is going to surprise you, and here I freaking go again. The IHSAA is behind what the rest of the country right. and what the rest of the state is doing. Because essentially what they are saying is, hey, state law in the state of Indiana, you're not good enough for us. We're going to go ahead and make our own laws. And that's where the, the day I sat in, in Judge Smith's courtroom in Washington, Indiana for the Kurt, Kurt Hope hearing, that was the biggest, that, that, that day was a, a travesty. That day was a miscarriage of justice. That day was a clown show. So if anybody is listening to me at the IHSAA, and they are. the attorney that, that Greg Doyle at the Indianapolis Star and so many other people have written stories on, that guy He's a buffoon. Is, is a jackass. No, he was a buffoon. And, 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 sh- and, and shame on the IHSAA for continuing to have him at their employ. I've never seen he's gone now. I've never seen anybody literally take pride, devilish pride in 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 going after and attacking 16-year-old kids. And that's who the IHSAA kept on their payroll because they basically say we're smarter than the Indiana Department of Education. So once again, the IHSAA not following the law and essentially just making it up as they go along so okay so i read through what you have to do what you have to sign at, to say that you're 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 moving to a different school um i don't know how you can how do you again i'm, I'm ignorant i'm asking questions i'm not pointing fingers at anybody how do you prove that 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 kid is not moving for you is or isn't moving for right, athletic I'm, reasons. I'm, I'm, cutting, I'm cutting Todd off again. I, I, just, I don't understand how this Listen, works. Kurt Hope came here to play basketball. Let's, 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 you know, come on. Let, let's not be disingenuous. Right, let's, not, let, yeah, let, let's, right. let's call it what it is. But his move was precipitated by issues that had happened at Forest Park. It made it, Forest Park has had a great sports tradition in history. It's not like you're coming from somewhere that doesn't win anything ever. Right. You're coming from a place that's won state championships, including in basketball, including his brother in a lot of different sports. But and his cousin. what they proved in the courtroom was, hey, the issues that Kurt was talking about, those things did happen. It was in, it was in Judge Smith's final report. And essentially, this is where this whole thing just pisses me off, is 
you know, he said, hey, the, the things that they were saying were valid. They did happen. He basically admonished uh, the IHSAA and Forest Park and said they needed this, you know, they needed a refresher course in a lot of things, but we're still not, still not going to give you eligibility. So, you know, that, that, that's where... Did the hopes... Okay, and I don't want to relitigate Kurt Hope. And Kurt, if you're listening, I apologize. You're just a good example. So, yep. Uh, but and, did, they, did they buy a house here? Did they, they, but they physically moved, correct? They physically moved. Okay. Yep. Yep. So if, you, if your family goes through all of that to yep. physically move, and we're not talking about going from Avon to Brownsburg. Right. We're not talking about going from Terre Haute North to I Terre think, Haute South. I think, I think Kurt told me one time that on his map quest, he didn't just live in Ferdinand. He lived out south and in the middle of a, you know, not, you know close, closer to a small town called Schnellville. Right. He told me one time, his uh, Google Maps, which by the way is reason enough to transfer if you live. <laughs> but no, he was an hour and four minutes to Barbie High School from his house, right? And okay. you know, so I, I don't know. I, I just so, and you're right. I mean, let's not. He, he's playing Division One basketball now. He didn't move here, you know, for the science program. He moved here to play basketball, but. Even if that's all up front and your family physically moves and the IHSA has said we don't have school districts anymore, you can go to school where you want. What if you wanted to go because you are an excellent scholar and you want to study biology or chemistry or whatever under Kevin Roy? Mm-hmm. Well, like what? I but so now you can't play basketball. Let me I, let, I don't let me take the devil's it. advocate and God help me for defending the IHSA for okay. anything. If you got a problem with that? You can email me at mdecorsey <laughs> <laughs> at vark twelve dot us dot edu. Yeah, no. <laughs> Believe it or not, what the IHSA has done, maybe not correctly is tried to avoid this from becoming the transfer portal. No, what the IHSAA has... I'm sorry, you're talking. All right, no, I'm just saying is... That, you I know, we it. don't need... We, I think every other state, in 49 other states, it's called... Oh, God. I mean, things are out of control. There's not a great state sports agency. God knows ours may be the best. Yeah. But they have tried to keep it from turning into the free-for-all that everywhere well, else is. So but why what, don't we have school districts? Yeah, well, well, well once again, and, and that's to kind of finish your point, maybe transition to yours, once again, this is another way to avoid the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is who do we constantly hammer when there is a transfer or there is a recruiting accusation. It's almost always private schools. It's almost always a parochial. Charter schools. And this is another way to sort of deal with that issue without right. really having to address right. what, you know, the Indianapolis cathedrals of the world yeah. or like whoever. It, we're not picking on them, strictly to pick on them, because ultimately they probably do a better job than most state sports associations. I agree. I <laughs> And... And there's a situation came up while I started researching this and started looking into this on a local level. A girl transferred from a from a, a private school to a public school here. She participated in one event and got shut down because supposedly, and I don't have all the facts, so I don't want to get too specific, but the way I understand it, she got shut down because one school didn't sign off of the other. And... I, I don't I'm just trying and I've reached out to the school to find out to get comment from them like I want to know why you would do that well and, and I'm but, not saying they're wrong I don't know any facts and I, I just yeah, I want to know I, why and I don't know a lot about 
the issue that you're discussing but but one thing it does and 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 you know you, you always hear people say well we want more local control we want more and local control is good however there's a lot of things where you're just local control adds a layer of red tape and the reality is if, is is if you're following the state law why 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 do we gotta you know dot i's and cross t's on paperwork on for, on formalities right right and Can i just compliment little miss brunson over there on this pizza well done and she's brought, she brought us crumble cookies too she's for got dessert a great, <laughs> got a great undercarriage on there everything about it's been just fine been, been really good well, she does have cookies but I, I, I really want, and like I say, I'm not pointing any fingers in them, and hopefully this isn't done because I've reached out to the school from their athletic director, their principal. I really want comment on why, if that, if if the story I've been told that they denied this girl's athletic activity, I, I I'm just trying to figure out why you would do that because I don't I don't understand it. I mean, it's a question. So, well, maybe there'll be more on this on this topic but i knew to one thing if you spend uh, over two thousand dollars a month on your waste and recycling removal and you don't want to deal with the waste haulers and their ridiculous price spikes and ancillary fees and and all of that and sitting on hold for four four and a half hours you know how that is todd mm-hmm. it's awful uh go to sensiblewaste.com and uh fill out the little form they'll give you a call and they will help deal with that probably save you some money doesn't cost you a penny they'll do a waste audit you'll split the savings and it'll be literally the greatest thing you ever did in all honesty what what brian was asking you to do is enter the waste removal transfer portal that's right um well that's a portal we can that's get behind the portal. yes that's right portal of the people the portal of the people so we'll we'll continue to follow this story and and i want to try to understand it and i'm not saying you know I, I read a story in the Indianapolis Star last summer that Paul Nighting said this is on the top of his list that he wants to wants to go uh, uh, really look at this stuff. And I have I couldn't find any stories since. I'm not saying Paul's wrong. He's a friend of the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, and, and I, that's, I just I don't understand how this all works, and I'm very interested. Yeah, to and, it out. and that's the one thing we've learned at Bar even in the last you know however many years. Todd just fumbled. Oh he did right at the goal line. That was a fumble. Is, is there's a lot of layers to the IHSAA. It's not, you know, there's there's multiple commissioners, there's a board of directors, there's your everyday employees, and then kind of your citizen employees. There's a lot of, you know, I, I remembered when, when, when our own principal, Jeff Doyle, got on the board. And before that, I remember being at North Davies when Jed Gerald was on the board, was elected to the board. And I thought, oh, man, we're going to get sectionals, and we're going to, and it's like there there's really not been an advantage because there's so many other issues and and you know it's like the butterfly effect you know you flap your wings in montgomery and it's going to affect something in angola and it's you know change it's going to affect something in ferdinand right yeah (laughs) got to go there again didn't you just you know what that's your david that's your dubois county ugliness coming out can i um do you remember a movie called the cane mutiny no i've heard of it herman woke it was a great movie herman who Herman Woke. You said that like he's like he, he's he did like Winds of War. He also did Winds of War. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not familiar. What I was going to say I'm for sure just a awesome. moment here was uh, it was a movie where um, Humphrey Bogart, Humphrey Bogart was the captain, and he was ill-equipped to to save the ship, and they they end up having a mutiny. Uh, on board. Remember with the strawberries and the, the about to have a mutiny on the show. <laughs> My whole point is the junior officers decide He's that they're going to go. Smith they're going to go to see Admiral Halsey 
And what they realize when they get to the aircraft carrier where the Admiral is, is it's a whole different Navy. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a Navy full of pomp and circumstances and rules and chain of command and everything else. Right. And that's kind of where we are with the IHSIA. They got a whole lot of other schools, communities, situations. And although we make perfectly good sense, and you should listen to us, uh, there's a whole lot of the rest of the state over there that yeah. principals don't care. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and they're the ones voting. Yeah. So it's kind of where we are. Like I said, we, we think we know from where we come from. But the truth is, yeah. it's a whole different world somewhere else. Well, speaking of the IHSA, I did want to mention this weekend, um, friend of the show, one of my favorite people on this planet, Gretchen Miles, coach of the Lady Hatchets, was inducted into the... The 25th anniversary team. Yeah, um, the Indiana High School Basketball Hall of Fame. That was that was very well-deserved. been a lot of people. I, I thought about this last night. In the last five years in this area, you've had... Barry Principal Jeff Doyle. You've had Eileen Weber from Washington Catholic. You had Was Toby on the twenty fifth. Toby from Washington Catholic. You've had Amber DeCourcy from Barry. You've had nobody last year, I don't think. But uh, and well, uh, it was a COVID thing. I think actually yeah. it wasn't Gretchen on last year. No, season. Gretchen, they are up she to date now. Year, right? Amber was a COVID where they did where they did two and one. So, uh, well, I think what makes it really cool for Gretchen, this is, is in no way demeans her playing career because she was a freak. <laughs> she was a freak. Well, I've heard the stories. Oh, yeah, that she but, was a beast. But she was an, she was she was a machine. But you know the the the, the Indiana All Stars in the particular years automatically go in. So oh. your Amber's and your uh, Toby's they oh, go really? in, okay. but but then they pick usually four, five, six other people that year that were pretty close to making that All Star team, but maybe they've done something that has in you know post in, in college yeah, yeah, or coaching, co yeah, right post uh, post high school that kind of gets you over the edge. And I you know I saw Gretchen's career record and you know what she's done post playing and uh, you know obviously what whatever combination it is. Uh, very well deserved. Yeah, she's she's awesome, and and more just, good things to come in that program because just, they don't they don't re they're just reloading at this point. They're not. They um your your twenty fifth anniversary team is like a first step to Hall of Fame. They're honoring the players. It's and the it silver. Okay, so the silver anniversary team. Oh, I got goes you. Okay. into the Hall of Fame. I got you. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. And then eventually, as Todd said, what you'll start seeing yeah. is they'll start picking people off of that silver okay. anniversary team that gotcha, will eventually gotcha, be inducted gotcha. into the individual yeah. player. Hall okay, of fame. okay. Yeah. Now I'm good. Now I'm with you. Gotcha. Yeah. Either way. You look confused there for no, a second, I'm, Todd. No. Yeah, I was. I didn't know. What that's I, just I wanted to make sure. wearing the sunglasses. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's <laughs> something like he that. He didn't wear sunglasses before the tour started. You're right. I will say that. You're you're 100% correct. He never popped off to the host before he started touring either. Well, we're co-hosts. There's no host. No, you're... You're the straw that stirs at the drink. <laughs> and where does that quote from? The Reggie Jackson. From, Thank you. From one of the first ESPN movies. That's right. That's right. Just ever the, when I think he's got nothing left to give, he pulls that out. The uh, anniversary of the Billy Martin-Reggie Jackson fight um, wasn't too long ago. I saw. Well, the anniversary the of the Mike DeCourcy-Todd Lancaster radio <laughs> fight was two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> I watched that game as a kid in Bergenfield, New Jersey. What did, didn't he ask? He asked Reggie to bunt, right? Wasn't that what no, it was? No, Reggie didn't hustle, and he, he sat Reggie's butt down. Yeah, uh, 
There was so. another one they got into it, though. I, I know it maybe, it maybe it was a verbal altercation that he asked Reggie. I feel like he asked, there was one where he asked him to bunt, and Reggie wasn't bunting. Just for the record, if you want Reggie Jackson bunting, you're a moron. <laughs> well, it might have been to antagonize him, too. There, there was a lot of history there. Well, there was a great book about that called The Bronx Zoo by Sparky Lyle. Yeah. It came out in about 77, 78. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I think I had that book at one time. Who didn't? Yeah. That... Uh, did you? I didn't have that book. <laughs> you didn't have that book? No. Did you have Ball Four by Jim Bouton? Yes. Okay. There you go. That was the two. Okay. There you go. Um, so, yeah, tune in this week. Got got a few different shows, but um, we'll figure out when we're going to do the, the big show next week will be the 100th episode of the B3 podcast. And this past Thursday... In, in B3 history, we, we're lo- we've been around long enough to have history, was the very first show with uh, North Davis. It was a two-year anniversary of the first show with uh, North Davis baseball coach Stephen McNabb was our former, I guess he's former North Davis baseball Really coach creative coach. booking there, Burkhart. Yeah, well, Burkhart went after it. And it was <laughs> the middle of a pandemic. I, was, I did the North Davis game Friday night, and Joe Wilson, he's a nice guy. He's a, he's a good guy, good baseball guy. But, you know, I mean... So let's talk about, before we get out of here, let's talk about spring sports performances. Um, Bar Reeve ranked number one in baseball. Lagodi, obviously, they're, they're right there they together. Five, Where, so where's that sectional looking? It's Nico, at Lagodi. Got, it's at Lagodi. Is that Lagodi, Bar Reeve, who else? Lagodi, Bar Reeve, North Davies. Actually, as we speak, it's. Yeah, the draw is, I think it starts at 7 o'clock. I think the baseball and softball draw yep. tonight, right? Yeah. So is that, is are those the big three, like, in, in both, and, yeah. and and that's where I think after tonight the the draw will determine the favorite in both probably mm-hmm. a little less in softball because you can keep throwing pitchers out there. But I'll tell you, Barry, he's got a good little softball team. They, they, yeah, you know, they. I haven't made it over to see them. I'd like to. I know. Um, yeah, two girls. Our thir- our Thursday night waitress Emma threw a no hitter that one night, yep. and uh, so I know they got some they got some players. Uh, I, I see. We see a lot of the tennis team. Both of our daughters on the Barry tennis team, and and. Um, Lagodi's really good. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> I didn't make it there that night, but uh, the, I would they say Lagodi's good and Washington's better. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're 11 and 1, and their one loss was to Washington. Washington is really good. I think Bar Reef has Washington this week, so anxious yeah. to see them. But uh, So I think Lagodi probably is the tennis sectional favorite. Uh, Brian Hancock just turned in his uh, scores from Saturday, and I think it was like 6 0, 6 0, 6 0. Six one six zero oh, six. Oh. I mean, just wow, just dominant. And so. yeah, and and a lot of those basketball players from Washington are on that tennis team, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Thorn, Kinsia, yeah. Lacey Hancock. <laughs> that's that's where you get into the uh, into the whole debate about playing multiple things again. Yeah. I mean, if anybody blows that up right now in this area, it's I'm not a big so girls from Washington. Not a big Urban Meyer fan, but I know one thing that I liked about him is like he didn't like to talk to football players that didn't do anything else. He I, likes multi-sport athletes. Thank you. You know what? When you're multi-sport Hey, Brunson, I'll have one more. Um, when your multi-sport athletes are, uh, are, are McDonald's All-Americans, though. This segment is sponsored or, by Maker's Mark. You know, it's a little different. <laughs> I'm, by the way, I'm drinking DeCourcy's one here. He, Man, he left for me. Well, I'm a straight Diet yeah, Coke guy. So, to, to catch everybody up, ta- uh, Deco's off the sauce for a while. He comes in, and they just make him a drink, it seems like, every week. And Todd 
drinks his arm I've been it, yeah. and then he drinks the, the alcoholic <laughs> drink that they make for Deco. Um, my weight, my anybody following my proclamation a few weeks ago that I was going to lose weight, it's going horribly. I think I've gained. You, you, you have another you, slice of pizza. You so had a diatribe this week at the tennis match. I did. That was but pretty how bad epic. Was that? It was. We were leaning like, on the hood of my car I, watching tennis. I, I, I thought the South when the Southridge coach was walking towards this. I'm just now admitting this for the first time. I thought he was coming you coming to tell you to shut up. Like it was it was it was great. It was loud and gold. It was bad. It was go- it went, it didn't, we weren't cursing a lot or anything like that, but it was just Here's the situation. You were demonstrative. Todd, if if I lived by myself and I did not have a wife and I did not have kids, <laughs> if I was a bachelor, I would never in my life buy a candy bar. I would never buy candy. It would never even enter my mind. I'm not a sweets eater. I I wouldn't do it. However, as I found out, if the Easter Bunny comes to our house and drops a hundred-pound bomb of chocolate on our house, I will consume it like there is no other. Okay. I have done two things this week I, in my spare time. He was licking the counter this week, but I, oh yeah. my god! I want my wife traveled, so you know the kids. You know, of course, the big kids. I go, Dylan. I get to her to bed, and I'm watching Last Kingdom. It's all I've done late nights. What is I that watch about? Last. It's it's uh, the 800s, England, King Alfred, and and the struggle with the Saxons and the Vikings and, and all that. Um, it's really good. Okay. Really good. Kind of a Game of Thrones type feel. But, no dragons? Uh, no dragons, yeah. No, no, no Khaleesi? But what we did have, Khaleesi. we had we had wars Khaleesi. with Vikings and Saxons and chocolate is what we've had. And my way well, here, is out of fucking Here's control. the deal with the chocolate. Yes. I mean, it, look, for those folks that don't, you know, didn't know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, spoiler alert, there is no freaking Easter Bunny. Okay, it's your parents buying it for you. You telling me my wife bought all that chocolate? She bought all that chocolate, <laughs> which means one of two things: God. one, she bought them because she loves the kids, or two, she just wants to kill you. Hey, whichever one yeah. it is, you know. <laughs> Mike, how close was I to death the other day? You, I mean, it was. You know, as, as the great Dave Cavanaugh would say, you had one foot in the grave and another on a banana peel. <laughs> I, I I had reached my limit, so. So, folks, to starting tomorrow, <laughs> when May you're done, 2nd. When you done taking the pizza home. When I'm gonna, yeah, I want to eat a piece of pizza. And then it's on. It's on. I'll keep you updated. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, our next one is at Weight Watchers, our next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of weight loss, Todd, you've got some Brooks running shoes on. I have the Adrenalines on right now, which I think is the top of the line. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. With the exception of a pair of... Um, uh, the foot, foot joy, black smooth. Uh, Did your wife buy weave? those for you? Just hold on. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> Remember the black smooth. Like my wife bought the, the black smooth brown weave uh, foot joys. Fantastic looking. I paid more for those than I paid for these, but not much. Really? And I, I went in. How's the mobility? It's okay, I guess. Yeah. I went in to get my Adidas Superstars. You know. Yeah. Which is what As God. Intends every man to wear those or the, the white leather Pumas, the Clydes, you know, with the right. uh, with the black with the with the with the black Puma. Yeah. And uh, my wife said, "No, she said, you're going to get something that's good for your feet." So you know, when she so pushes me down the stairs, yeah. yeah. Which is why we moved uh, recording to here at Redbones. So you didn't have to go down the stairs at Country Good Oaks God in heaven. <laughs> those, stairs, those stairs are like three inches wide. You know, I'm noticing, uh, though, a lot of young people wearing the New Balance. 
pants, which used to be the dad shoe. It used to be the dad shoe. Yeah. So when Especially did it become white, one dad shoe? Uh, I don't know. My dad had multiple pairs of those white, thick-soled <laughs> New Balance. <laughs> the white in outlined in blue. That right, was like let his me, main Let me shoe. ask the question then. What was your dream shoe as a kid? Uh, I wanted Jordan's. That was my first generation. First Jordan, generation. Air Jordan. Yeah, the, and, and then when they had the air pockets in there, dude, that took it. Lower lower class Petersburg, Indiana. That just, even, even on Christmas. Did, that you want was, the, did you want the pumps? I had the pumps. I had the original the Jordans. I had a pair of the original black, and, black, white, and red original Jordans. Well, since I basically went to school with Jordan, uh, we weren't buying his tennis shoe right. at the time. Yeah. For me, it was the Puma Clydes. The, the white leather Puma Clydes or the, uh, the blue suede or green, because I'm a Celtics fan, but they, they weren't readily available. The green suede Pumas were pretty, pretty monumental. And then the, uh, the nylon Adidas Cortez. I like those. That I showed my mom a picture of, and she came back with effing Tom McCann. <laughs> the jocks Tom by McCann. Tom McCann. <laughs> You talk about just 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 wanting to get in the tub and open the veins. I like the '86 Bears when Walter Payton attempted to make ruse ruse popular. Yeah, but those were I mean those were the shoes. (laughs) But before that, shoes didn't matter much. And you're talking about uh, you're talking about your your Converse or your Pro Keds uh, canvas. You know. Shoes weren't really popular even before Jordan, who really started the trend, was Travis Brett. He's the one that came up yeah, with the idea he did. of really making making shoes popular. And what else is popular? If you need one insurance agent to cover all your needs, give him a call, 295-3129. It's Travis Brett in Indiana. Farm Bureau Insurance. So we talked about um, the two-year anniversary has passed. The 100th episode is coming up. We may even, you know, if we decide when we can record next week, maybe we'll invite Travis and a few other dignitaries of the B3 world to come in and have a cocktail on us and and, uh, talk to some people and just make it a little party. Well, those things are... Uh, Put Jeff Doyle in the hot seat and he make him answer all of our IHSA questions. <laughs> you know what? Jeff's pretty smart. He's oh. a smart guy. I'll tell you what. When you listen to him call Well, you wouldn't know by looking at him. No, that's a joke. <laughs> but, on. I mean, when you listen to him call basketball, you can, oh, he knows a hell of a lot more about this shit than I do. Yeah, he's 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 pretty good. And, and no, any time I've had a diatribe about the IHSAA, basically almost all of the times... Because he listens, for sure. Well, Jeff does. but, you know, when I've got... It, it, it's you know, we agree about what we're talking about. Um, so, no, but um, he does a good job on the board. And, and did you see him play? Yeah, I did. Um, I did. When he was obviously a good player. When he was a senior in high school, I was. I'm trying to think. A fifth grader, and they they were the first. Everybody always talks about you know Lagodi and Butcher Ball, and they're going to hold it and. Jeff's high school team led the state in scoring yeah, when he was say, a senior. Yeah, yeah. They, they scored over 80 points a game, and when they came to Pike Central that year, they hung 100 on the Chargers, and Jeff Doyle was a senior. So remember that? Remember the sectional game uh, against WC that I, Jeff's senior year? I've only so. seen him play against the IU All-Stars. That would have been about, what, 2001? No, it was Over probably three. It was three. three it was after, okay. yeah, it was Kyle Hornsby and those guys. Jeff Newton. C- Coverdale. Yeah, Jeff Newton. Jeff Newton. I haven't heard that name for a long time. No, and you probably don't need to because yeah. he's not your insurance guy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But I, I didn't I even know, know he was an insurance guy. So. 
Either that or he works for the Cook Group. Because, like, I think every other XIU athlete does. No, well, fun fun story about Doyle real quick here before we get off. But, uh, you know, his, his – uh, his who's getting off lord his uh his mom and dad who just moved out they you know they you know i, I think old people sometimes they they give away their their treasures they're not really treasures they're giving it to you to throw away for them right yeah so no but jeff was saying he was going through some stuff and and uh, years where they would win the sectional and regional at Lagodi, you know the louisville courier journal covered the lions and and the guy on the beat was pat 40 so he said, I just figured that out this week. And in one of the articles, they, they, they said Doyle was so skinny, he, uh, he looked like a garden rake on Dexatrim. That was a quote <laughs> from Pat Forty about Jeff Doyle in this article. You talk about getting rid of, your, your, getting rid of stuff. Uh, I, I've got a 72 240Z in my garage. And I had to find some. My youngest, my whatever he is, Max, yeah, is wants to start home brewing. Oh boy! And I had a bunch of brew kits and stuff in the garage—not a bunch, but I mean that we were going through. And I called my oldest son, who is the owner of the 240Z, which is a great car. Those are some of the coolest, you know, what I mean, cars from the 70s. There's a Fiero for sale north of I Washington. I know. I know. Do we need a B3 mobile? <laughs> but nevertheless, wrap it. But nevertheless, um, I called him up and I said, Cam, I need an answer. It's going to be two letters or three letters. I said, is there a reason that there's a transmission also in my garage now? Oh and he said, um, yes. And I said, he, then he just added, and there's also a uh, rear differential as well. And I said, and that's why I don't go and get your shit out of my garage. <laughs> Where does he live? Jasper. Does he have a garage? Well, that's got a Mazda Miata in it. <laughs> and he was actually just racing over in your neck of the woods at the Lawrenceville Vincennes International Airport today. Really? Doing some sort of a race there that they do. Cool. But he took his other, his his BRZ, which is a Subaru little. Yeah. Really? I didn't know they had races there. They have races there. He was racing this morning. I asked oh. him if he has his Nomex suit on. He said, no, I'm just wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> Speaking of Red Hill, I on the Old School Red I've Hill never podcast, spoke of listen, Red Hill. listen to this. So Red, on that podcast, it's it's an old school. We talk about all the old stuff. The only co the current topic we ever really, it's more than just making fun of, Red Hill for 24 five-ish years, has had a varsity volleyball program and no junior high volleyball program. So the first time you play volleyball is as a freshman getting ready for varsity. So needless to say, they they've, set, schedule they've set state records for losses. I mean, they, but they <laughs> voted in here in the last month at school board meeting a junior high volleyball program. So I suggested... A business idea that yeah. they contact Amber DeCourcy to come over and do a coaches slash players clinic this summer to get them up and running. Because can you imagine for twenty five years having a varsity program that you don't have a feeder program? It's a it's a bold strategy. It is a very bold strategy. <laughs> I've got my own problems with the Illinois sports, and that comes from the uh, Richland, Caitlin, Catlin, Danville, Slarman. Yeah. Hoopston, uh, Hoopston, Eastland, Corn Jerkers. I don't think they, I don't think they care as Home much about, about high school sports as much in, in in Illinois. At least downstate, I don't think it's as important. 
Um, it, there's pockets of it. Well, it's same thing in Indiana. Yeah, it's same. No, I mean, you're probably right. So, real quick before we go, spring sports. Um, we've covered uh, track. Abby Ballinger, the is is working on going to state yep, again. She'll be back Marie, at the state finals. In, in, in the, I would guess. In in a rare thing with no track, somebody that is is excelling at the pole vault to me is is incredible. Yeah. Um. Who else? Todd. Who else doing well in track? Anybody? There's a Granger girl, Washington, who's pretty good. She's a freshman. Oh, is that right? What's she do? Freshman. Everything. They, I mean, she runs 19 events. Yeah. Washington baseball, they're, they're struggling a little. They're struggling. Yeah. They're struggling. They come off the – had that Reed kid that was really good. And yeah. And then uh, uh, Nicholas Sandulo, who was their best pitcher, he just went down with uh, Tommy John. Oh, Ooh. no. Ouch. Yeah, that sucks. You know what, though? You say that, though. I mean, you say ouch. There's – the recovery rate is, is they actually come almost, back better. Yeah, you oh, come yeah. out better. You come yeah. out at a hundred percent. Right. So. I sent an article to Nathan Lester last year where, you know, your these crazy Georgia, Texas, Florida travel baseball parents are taking kids who are sixteen and seventeen years old and just having the surgery voluntarily. Done. Voluntarily, yeah, right? Yeah. They're not crazy. I, I'm, uh, and I'll say it now. I would think that travel baseball has overtaken AAU basketball as the most screwed-up group of people on this planet. <laughs> well, you, you spend... Hang on. Do we need to just ha- save this for our summer uh, maybe crazy so, episode? I mean, spend hundred grand running all over the country playing baseball to get a, a $30,000 education. Most schools don't give you a full ride regardless. Yeah. Most are only... But it's just, it's just it's a sign of the times. It's, it's, uh, it's keeping up with the Joneses, and, and you realize that, you know, Everything that Joneses have is mortgage to the hilt. The kids, net, we talked about it on one of the most popular episodes we've ever had. Uh, your parents are loco and other things we don't tell our kids was the title of that episode. Rarely do kids and students and athletes screw things up. <laughs> it always seems to be the parents. And always this is. generation, starting probably with, with, believe. with our age up through Mike's age well, and beyond, is getting older, worse. Yeah. So I'll, it's getting, I'll stand we're screwing line. it up. We are screwing it up. Mike, what was your nickname for me? Uh, Earl Woods. <laughs> I'll tell you this one last. It, when thing. I was the, hold on. When I was the golf coach at. North Davies, and then at Bar Eve. Still the greatest thing that you didn't know your five and six guys' It was names. six and seven. Six and seven. Uh, <laughs> you did know your five yeah. guys. Okay. Yeah, it was always six and seven. Uh, <laughs> but when, when, when we would be practicing and Washington would be playing, I would just say, Todd, get your clubs. Get in the cart. Get in the cart. We're going to the back nine. Yeah. And, and we would go play. And that was my gift to Gene Lancaster. To at least, you know. Yeah. Here's 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 what her greatest memory of of sixth grade through you know the end of high school was. She would hear the the car come in, pull in, then she'd hear one car door slam, boom. Then she'd hear the other car door slam, boom. And then she'd hear one set of footsteps go boom 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 boom. And then she'd hear the other set of go. Boom, 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 down to the bottom. And then I would scream something up at him, and he would scream something back at me. It sounds and lovely. Then, and then it would, would come down to, well, so what happened? Well, we were at the range. And not only, well, and Cameron refuses, you know, to, to get a little stronger grip, you know, or something just as 
utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, he refuses to close the club face on impact the way I, you know, it was just ridiculous. Because you were the Butch Harmon of Davis County. Pretty much. You know what? All three of my kids were decent golfers. Yes, yeah. they were. My, are, my daughter right? was a decent golfer, and she's the one told me, you know, if you yell at me, I'm quitting. And that was that. Yeah, my daughter. She, has, was, she was serious about that. <laughs> my daughter if has no me, interest in any advice. I'm going to do it the way I do it. And you know what? She'll be fine. And she Max was me. Max was better than me in the sixth grade. And he told me that he said, "I'm better than you. I'm not going to listen to anything you, you have know." To it's say. interesting where where I'm at. Like say with my son, my daughter. We did. I, I support her. I love her. I give her a hug. She doesn't give a shit one thing what I say. My son. There was a point after about. Of course, he missed his sophomore year. There was a point that would have been in that sophomore year to where he, his, not only his playing ability, his knowledge of the game probably surpassed me. We don't even need to talk about There's a couple things, we'll, but we could talk about it on a mature level. We're not slamming doors anymore. You know, like, why'd you do this? Well, I did this. Well, that wasn't probably the greatest thing in the world. Well, here's why, but we talk about it. But to watch his maturation... It, it, it was, you know. Oh, we're playing. He was in a uh, not AGA event. What's the one? Um, Golf. It used to be the Plantation Hurricane. Tour, something else. Hurricane Tour. Hurricane. We were playing in an event there in Bloomington at IU, and uh, I swear to God, there's. He was in the woods, not the woods. He was off the fairway, but he, and he looked and he saw a little window between nah, some branches. And I swear he looked at me, and because you're not supposed to talk to them, right? But that doesn't mean you can't sit there in the golf cart and go, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you know, don't do that, chip it out, chip it out. And um, he looked at me, and he just smiled, and he put it right into the trees, yeah. bounced back almost at his feet, and I'm just <laughs> been there. And then he looked at been me, there. And he I was there too. Smiled ago. again. And he went for that little 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 gap between the trees, and again, he hit the trees, bounces back at his feet. I saw this movie, except it was water in the U.S. Oh, Open. my God. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he did that just to spite me. Yeah, right. Just to be hateful. Well, hey, we had a situation. Sam did that on, on the first hole in, in, uh, in Country Oaks <laughs> yeah. the other day, and we still disagree, and, and so does his coach and I. But, you know, that didn't matter. We can all have our opinion, and... Just talk about it. Mike is just smiling right now. Just saying. We didn't talk about golf. We talk about golf a lot on the ep. But uh, Bar Reeves doing really well. They've hit 53 wins on their march to try to get to 100. And set records. Had, playing in a really got invited to a really cool event up in Muncie the day before graduation. And it, it, it's really cool. The Yorktown coach invited Bar Reeve uh, nine teams, and they can take their caddies. I think the kids are working on taking caddies from, from their class, and, and if they can, and they're they're going to deck out in, in white overalls and like the Masters and, <laughs> and really do it up. So that would be a fun fun trip. I but. just know that when you get to those events with the, the Noblesvilles and the, yeah. you know those kids there, pray to God you don't have – you're not playing with some anemic, uh, hairless – senior who's five foot three because that kid is going to kill you <laughs> he has been playing nothing but golf yeah. you know, for his entire life and he is going to destroy you yeah so yeah and uh connor schwartz and true goatee playing real well he's yeah he yeah um he, he's he's doing real well i was trying to think 
what else we missed. But I think that's it. That's it. Let's wrap it, it up. Yep. Let's, I, I'm going to eat a piece of pizza because, you know, my diet starts tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, in the Gap Girls segment on the Saturday Night Live. I don't know what that is. Uh, Spay. Oh, I got a joke. The Gap of, Girls? Real quick. Spade and, and Farley, they were dressed up like Gap Girls at the mall. And anyway, oh, okay. they, they, Farley starts eating French fries. <laughs> he says, diet starts Monday. <laughs> I was listening to David Spade's podcast. He said, I rarely tell a joke, but I'm going to tell it. And listen, right now, I'm going to warn you folks, if you're offended by jokes, turn it off right now. This is too funny not to tell these guys. Okay. Everybody that's offended has tuned out. Man and his wife just celebrated their 60th anniversary. They go out for dinner. They come home. She's feeling frisky. He's in bed. She goes in. She gets naked. She puts on a cape. It's all she's wearing is her cape. She jumps up on the end of the bed. She says, super pussy. He says, I'll have the soup. <laughs> on behalf of the Todd Father, read his wise words in the Washington Times Herald. The voice of the Vikings, Mike DeCourcy. I'm Brian Emmons. I just want you to listen to this podcast. Until next time, this is the B3 Podcast. Tommy Lenzel's guilty.